Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 29 of the Completed Podcast, where we talk everything Magic the Gathering related with a focus on competitive magic with some friendly banter along the way. Today, I have fellow co-host B-Money, a.k.a. Brandon Smith, joining me. What up? What's up, man? How's your week been? Busy, of course. Uh, I had to get a bunch of stuff ready for us to send to Eternal Weekend, so got all that put together. Then also putting stuff together to get ready for Atlanta. So I uh, just got a lot of stuff to do at work before going because I just got to. I'm gonna bring a bunch of stuff to dump off at the vendors. So just gotta get all that ready to go, and then I'll enjoy my five day vacation. Gotcha. So you're you're one thousand percent set to go then. Uh, yeah, for sure. I wasn't missing it. I haven't missed an RC yet. <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, I thought you said Eternal Weekend. That's what I was no, saying. No, no, no. I'm not going, going to Eternal Weekend. Um, uh, Richard went, so. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, you get to offload all those duels and all the power and stuff, so it'll be good. Hell yeah. But man. he does get to play Vintage, so that's going to be cool. That is true. It'll be his first time playing Vintage in paper. Oh, because of the big collection he just got, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, well, yep. shout out to him. I hope that goes well for him. And yeah, man, I, I told him know. if he doesn't bring home the Black Lotus uh, painting or whatever it is, the first place prize, uh, he we're disowning him. Oh yeah, he. You he, gotta bring at just, least a mental misstep or a Black Lotus uh, like photo home or whatever that is. It's a giant card. That's like the first yeah, place the, prize. The, yeah, the giant like what was the what was last year's. Uh, the last year's was the, was it the Brainstorm? No. Am I, oh, no, it was Is it the either. Fours? I don't know. No, I think last year's was Ancestral. It was like the 30th anniversary of Ancestral. Recovery. That was it. Yep. I think. I'm not, I'm not 100%. That sounds pretty accurate. It was some piece of power, I'm pretty sure. Uh, in like the big photo thing. But the top eight for the vintage championship uh is that promo mental misstep yeah and then the topic for the legacy is that dragon rage channeler that looks so hot but they're probably going to be like seven thousand dollars <laughs> because there's only what would be 16 of them in the world something like that that's it is it yeah. like the Ragavan situation all over again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Ragavans, there's more of because they did more secret layer showdowns throughout the entire year at all the Pro Tours. So, like, there's at least, you know, one, at least, you know, 16 to 24 of those, I think. But the ones for the Vintage Champs and the Legacy Champs is, like, you're only getting them there, and that's the one time you'll see them ever. So, yeah. Yeah, those will be expensive for sure. I know somebody that has a playset of the Ragavans in their uh, Murktide deck in Modern. He guys crazy. Oh my god. He make hella money though, so. That's fair. He just be like, fuck it, I'm pimping this thing out. He's got like Judge judge promo bolts and shit. Like, oh. Yeah, it's just very good. Damn. Very nice, very nice. Well, I guess we can uh, get to the big elephant in the room. The good old BNR updates that just happened this uh, past Monday. Yes. How Pretty uh huge changes. How do you uh how do you feel about the changes? Um 
I don't know yet. I think modern may be a little bit better, but we're going to have to let it see how it plays out. Um, for anybody that doesn't know already, which probably everybody that listens to this definitely knows, um, there was a lot of shakeups in the modern and pioneer formats, also Popper. Uh, in modern, they banned Fury, and uh, yeah, it was just Fury, right? I'm not crazy. Uh, they banned Fury, they banned Beans. Oh yeah, Fury and Beans, yeah. So they banned Fury and Beans, uh, up the Beanstalk. And then in Pioneer, they banned, um, Karn the Great Creator, and, um, what was the other card that was impressive? Uh, Geological Geological Appraiser. There you go. I couldn't remember. It was a new card, so, like, that's why I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they unbanned Smuggler's Copter, Woo-hoo. which is crazy. And then they banned Monster, Swiss Spear, and Popper, but that probably needed to happen. Um, Who plays Popper anyway? That's fair. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm there's just, a lot I, of Popper players. Yeah, there. there's definitely a lot of Popper players. Um, no, I think my take on it is... so. I probably come from a biased standpoint in the sense of the the regional championship in Atlanta is coming up in two weeks, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably speaking biasly towards the fact that I think it was really ill-timed. Do I think they had a better time to do it? Not really. Because if they just leave it for the RC, people are probably just like just same like upset the same way as they were at the last RC, as far as, like, deck diversity. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of crazy doing this, like, two weeks before the, the tournament, just because that's not a lot of time to, have, to like, figure out what you're going to play and all that stuff like that. So we'll see how that goes. We'll delve into that a little bit more. Uh, but modern, we can talk about it first, right? Yeah. I don't no, know. How do, you th- how, how do you think that the – I mean, you got your deck banned, so – how do you think that the modern bands are going to change the format? Well, uh, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is the the how the how just the the fury portion of the ban affects the format. So um, we're definitely going to see a lot more run and sixes coming back. Um, we're going to see a lot. Eh, actually, we'll probably still see the same amount of bowmasters and such. But uh, the big thing is a lot of decks got a whole lot better. Um, decks like Titan, Yawgmoth, um, Hammer, Living End. All these decks just kind of got uh, a big boost just from Scam not really being viable or good anymore. Um, granted, I mean, I'm, I'm just speaking for now. I, th- I think Scam's probably still fine in that white-black shell. It's just... Not as oppressive as it was with Fury. Um, so I definitely do think that like there's a lot of decks that benefited heavily just from the red-black version being gone. Um, I don't know. It's I think a lot of decks got better. A lot of decks got worse. Um, do you think they fixed the format, or do you think that they made the format worse? Um, I definitely think they helped the format. Um, I don't want to say they fixed it, um, but I think they definitely did 
help it somewhat. Because, I mean, Beans was just obnoxious as hell to play against. Uh, same thing with Red Black Scam, granted. Um, I think, you know, Yawgmoth players being able to do what they want to do now, it's... You know, like, they, they have to, people have to pack actual hate for Yawgmoth now. They can't just play Fury in the main or the side and be like, okay, this is enough. Um, seeing a lot more Cursed Totems. Um, things of that nature, so... Um, Amulet, just, you know, they... It's very unlikely they'll get grief scammed anymore. Hammer just is screaming because they're so happy they don't have to deal with fear anymore. Um, yeah, but like Hammer was fine against the deck though, right? Like they had a good matchup against Scam. Yeah, it was just it's just so obnoxious this game of Fury against Hammer. Uh, Not when you just turns. go flash in this Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're we're cooked at that point. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I definitely do think they helped out the format a good bit. Um, gotcha. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, I just... Fix, that's a pretty strong word. I don't think Modern will yeah. ever be fixed with Modern Horizon cards running around, right? Like it's always, that's There's always going to be like some level of, oh, this deck's obnoxious, but... That's fair. I, um, I can definitely... Uh, see the reasonings behind the bands. Um, I just don't... The only issue that we're always constantly seeing in Modern is like whenever one strategy either leaves the format or gets banned or something like that, something else takes its place. And usually that thing that takes its place is pretty powerful. Mm -hmm. And so I'm worried that that may happen. Now, do we have any large modern tournaments really outside of Magic Online? Not really. Um, it's more so just online results. Not really anything until the new year. Um, I think the first Pro Tour next year is Pioneer and uh, Limited. So I don't think we'll see any big modern tournaments for a while. Um, so it's just... We will see until I guess Dallas would be the only. I mean, uh, Denver would be the only like a real big, modern event. big yeah. modern event that we'll see next. So that'll be like the big, you know. Hey, here's how the format kind of shaped out over the last few months. Um, I I am concerned that Yogg is really good with Soul Cauldron. Yep. Uh, them just ha having several different ways to basically end the game on the spot with Soul Cauldron is really annoying. Mm -hmm. and a lot of times it tends to be almost Splinter Twin-esque uh, in the sense of, it, it, with with the, the idea that, like, as soon as you do one, like, make one game action, they just go, okay, kill you, you know? Um, yeah, that, that is pretty scary. Uh, that's the sole reason why I just bought the deck, honestly. It's just... That's fair. It's... I feel like it gains the most from, from the recent bands, Mm -hmm. Um, I think it goes from being, you know, tier one to pretty, really, it kind of, I, I think the deck's pushing it, or it's, it's going to be on the verge of pushing it. Granted, people are packing a lot of hate for it, but that should say a lot if, you know, people are packing a lot of hate for the deck, then, uh, there's obviously something going on there, but, um, no, I, yeah, Yawgmoth, I think is going to be... One of the top contenders moving forward for a long time. Yeah, I think Yawgmoth and Murktide will definitely come up a bit. 
Um, Amulet will too, but Amulet gets suppressed by Merkdad. It's just not a good matchup. Um, so it's like going to be this balancing act for us Amulet players where it's like, you know, you play against these decks that you just 100% win against, and you'll also play against these decks that are, for lack of better words, excuse me, for lack of better words, like unwinnable. <laughs> um, Caverns will definitely go back in the deck. That's for sure. Uh, but even even the Yogg matchup for Titan now is kind of eh, you know? You think so? so? Yeah, I, it's just really weird. Because it, it, a lot of times, like, you can go to do the kill thing, and then they're just like, I already have two undying creatures in this Yogg, so I'm just going to remove your Titan, you know? Yeah. So it's it's hard to do, if that makes sense. It's hard, it's hard to, like... It's not. I wouldn't say it's a, it's a hard matchup, but it's definitely a, a very weird matchup. I'll say that. Yeah, it just seems like you both don't interact with each other, and I, I think if you just have like the love, like the double. Um, yeah, the only hand. Like. Yeah, I mean, the only issue is that like after sideboard, they just have like a million ways to kill your artifacts <laughs> and enchantments. That is very true. Yeah, they play Force of Vigor. They play um. Rex Sage now that they can tutor for. They play Haywire Might. Yeah, and like Haywire Might under Soul Cauldron is like the worst. <laughs> yeah, so like, it, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Um, my list is actually playing one Haywire Might in the main, mm -hmm. and I was kind of thinking about it earlier. I'm like, why are they playing it? I'm like, well, it's really good in the mirror because you can hit opposing cauldrons. But then I was like, oh wait, yeah, you could just in the matchups where you really need it, you can cord for it and just put it under a cauldron, and like, what are they gonna do? Correct. Like, that is so obnoxious. Like, when I actually thought about that, I was like, this is kind of vile. Like... I've done that I've done that a couple times. I did it once when my opponent cast Leyline Binding. Ooh. And my opponent... I let the Leyline Binding resolve and then target the Yogg. Then I corded, got the Haywire Might, sacked the Haywire Might after it ate the Yogg, and then got the Yogg back in the same turn, untapped, drew a card, won the game. So it's just like... God. It's... Oh, the deck's very good, but we'll see how the modern format shapes up. I, I, I'm interested to see how it looks. I'm glad they got rid of Fury, or actually, are even paying attention to the format at all. Scam has been on top for a while, so it's good that they are noticing that there is an unhealthy play patterns inside of the modern format. So it did take uh, them a while to do that, though. <laughs> it, it did. No, it truly did, and you know, it, it kind of all comes back full circle to. The cards that they need to ban are pretty recently printed, so I I genuinely think they're probably just like trying to hold off on, you know, banning those those types of sure. cards. Yeah. Um, and it, the only reason I say that is because when when they were live streaming, like them talking about the BNR that was upcoming or whatever, mm -hmm. they didn't say people bought cards. I don't know if you noticed that. You know what they were saying. What? They were like, oh, yeah, we know that people collect these cards and then they get banned. And it's like, what? People buy these cards. Like, just well, they say definitely buy. say buy a couple times. I specifically remember one time where they said it. Did they, they actually? Like, okay. Yeah, they actually, said, they actually said, like, yeah, we don't want people to buy a bunch of cards for their new deck. And then all of a sudden it just gets banned. I could have sworn they said collect, honestly, because I was like. May I mean, they probably did several times, but they definitely said buy once. I remember specifically. Okay. But, well, that's, that's yeah. terrible. Though. I mean, still, at the end of the day, regardless, it's just not something that they uh, 
it, it felt like it was not something they paid attention to for a while. And then all of a sudden they were like, all right, fine. We'll listen to Twitter. And yeah. And then the re- and then they were just like, all right, cool. We're going to ban something. Uh, I think that, so yeah, I think that it's going to definitely change quite a bit. We'll see how it goes. I know there's a lot of room for a lot of random decks to start being played. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, so far I'm not hearing any complaints about Modern. People are still, you know, trying to play around with it, figure out what's what's back to being really good, what's kind of mid. Um, I don't know. Everything I've heard, people are just like, oh, it's Modern. It's like, well, okay. I mean, I don't know. It's just how, like how much can Modern truly change, you know? Like people are still going to play the same busted card just in a different shell. Yeah, for sure. They're gonna figure out a way to do the busted things. Somebody always will. It's gonna happen. Um, maybe that busted thing is Yog. Maybe it's not. I don't necessarily know, but we'll see where the format goes. It'll be exciting. Um, well, yeah, like the big thing about Yog um, is that Yog used to be way harder to play, but now they got like Soul Cauldron, which makes the deck not as hard to like pilot. Like, I think that's Cap. Like. Really? I think it's definitely still way harder to play. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm still... I'm shit with the deck. Like, I'm still getting my reps in. I am dog water with it. But, um... I don't know. Cauldron just makes it feel a little bit easier for me. It's like, well... Because it's so powerful, right? Like... Yeah. They can just kill my guy and I'll be like, okay, I'll put it under a cauldron. Like... Sure, you killed my guy. Whatever. Um... I don't know. It... I don't know. I, I I just think it made it slightly easier to play. They like the the deck still has a ton of lines. I'm still learning all my lines and shit. And, but yeah, fuck it. It's yeah. all good. It's a good deck I to one it. trick. That's definitely true. It, it's like on the Titan scale almost. Hey. Except, except Titan's way harder. But I don't know about that. <laughs> you don't think Titan's way harder? I don't think Titan's way harder than Yogg. I think I think Yogg as a whole is probably a harder deck to play. Well, it could be my mental block with titan but that deck you mean with combo decks? sorry with uh combo decks titan. you don't play combo decks i don't play combo decks that is very Correct. true so at all yeah i'm a little out of my comfort zone but i think it's uh it's a good thing yeah that's what I, that's what i was about to say you're gonna have to show me the ways uh you're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to slap me around and say just fucking go for the play d the other night when we were in discord we were chilling uh d was like um, he was about to pass his turn. He was playing Yogg. Is the is the league that he five owed with Yogg, mm-hmm. and he was about to pass his turn. And he, he, I was like, "Wait, hold on!" I yelled at him to stop, and he was like, "What?" I was like, "Your opponent's dead," and he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Just he had a ballista in his hand, and he had a wall of roots and a Yogg exiled with the Agatha Soul Cauldron." Mm-hmm. And he had a counter on his wall of roots that was in play, and a counter on, or no counter on, like his stranglehold guest. And I was like, "You just win the game here." Like he was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." I was like, "All right." And I explained it to him. You know, uh, you know, cast a walking blister for zero, eat it with the soul cauldron, put the counter on the undying dude, then basically use the yog to on use the yog stuff on the wall of roots to sack the other thing, shoot him, sack the other thing, shoot him, sack the other thing, shoot him. He just didn't. Uh, he didn't really get um, that it was like a uh, you know 
a, I guess, a, a combo because you could just add infinite amounts of mana too. Yeah. Um, and just pump your dude a million times if you really wanted to. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but the deck is really cool, really fun. I, I would definitely play it. If somebody was like, hey, play this instead of whatever you're else you're going to play, I'd be like, sure, I'm down. I think I think the deck's fun. I think the deck's cool. Yeah, it's very fun. I'm also, like, Johnny Combo player, so. That is true. You do love combo decks. That's, that's what I was saying. Like, you're going to have to yell at me a couple times to just go for the play because I'm going to yeah. try to play it slow. and, and You're going like, to get punished for it? Exactly. Yeah, I, just, I just need to go for the plays. So I'm kind of trying to force myself to do that shit. Yeah, I think... One thing that I learned a lot about playing combo decks is usually, like, you get rewarded more often than not for going for it in a situation where you think you can't. Like, there there was so many times with Titan or just, like, back when I played, like, Grishelbrand and stuff like that back in the day, it was just like, you know, you basically come to a point in your, like, magic career where you're like, all right, well, if they have it, they have it, you know? And, like, it sucks, you know, because if they have it, it really sucks. But also, you, you start to learn the spots where if you just go the same way, you're just like, oh, if they have it, they have it. Then you're not necessarily breaking your, your back to do it either. You know, there's, like, also those scenarios where you're like, well, if I go for it, it's not that bad. I still have this to do. So, yeah. No, there's a lot of cool cool lines. I, I, I really, uh, again, I really thought Modern was fine before. I don't think it was, like, a terrible thing. I didn't mind playing against game all the time. didn't really bother me. A lot of people were starting to not play it anymore because they got bored with it. So, um, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I'm excited to see what the format becomes. I'm excited that creativity might come back because I have the deck almost done. So True. Um, that'd be cool to be able to play creativity again. Um, yeah, no, I... Uh, I'm excited. We'll see. I'm just glad Wizards uh, took a stance and decided to ban things. I agree. How do you feel about the uh, the Pioneer changes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a subject that's kind of sore with me. I mean, I think it's <laughs> fine. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I just think that the timing of the whole thing was weird. Like... I understand why they didn't do it when they first announced that they were going to ban something. And the reason is, is because there was an RC like literally three days after that. So it was like the Japan RC or something like that. Um, and then like one of the Canadian RCs, I think at the same, the same weekend. And so I understand why they didn't just go, Hey, here's the ban list there. And I think the only window they really had was, all right, we're going to announce that we're going to ban something. Everybody get ready. Like, Here's your here's the, the here's the forewarning that something's coming, and you you they basically gave us two weeks to figure it out for Atlanta, which is fine. Like it overall, it's fine. It is a little frustrating just because you're like, well, I don't know what to do now, but you know, uh, let's just sleeve up a seventy five or ninety five and let's just send it. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm excited for Atlanta. It's I'm 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 ready to go back to a, a big tournament. I haven't been to, uh, you know, a really big tournament since, I guess, SCG Columbus when we all went up there. Yep. Um, that good was the old, last one. Good old Ohio. Yeah. Or even the people in Ohio hate Ohio. Bro, I can't believe you got cooked for being in Ohio. That was so funny. 
Wait, what? Well, yeah, you were you posted it on Snapchat, and everybody's like, "Why the fuck are you?" In- oh, I know. Everyone <laughs> roasted me, dude. I posted it on my Instagram story, and everybody was just like <laughs> roasting me. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're in Ohio and you love living in Ohio, I completely understand. Uh, I, I, I we were in the city, so it was like a little bit different. But at the same time, every, I posted an Instagram story, and literally, not even joking five or probably like seven people messaged me and said why are you in ohio that place is shit basically yeah and uh yeah so and then even people that lived and worked there hated the place so i don't know well some weird about ohio but i no, that was the last big event we went to i think so i'm excited to go to another big event we got a big ass airbnb with 10 people so it'll be fun we'll be there a couple days before the rc i'll be there for five days total um so yeah i'm excited it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun weekend hell yeah man and what are your uh what's like your top three decks right now that you're thinking about uh, taking up to it's on the spot type of question um uh i'd probably say it's between that's a hard question actually I would say that it's probably Boros Convoke. Uh, yeah, probably Boros Convoke, Blue White Control, and probably Red Black. Even though I don't want to play Red Black, um, just because. Or actually, no, no, I take that back. I take that back. I'm not playing Red Black at all. It's probably Boros Convoke, Blue White, Blue White Control, or Phoenix. Those are probably the three decks that I would probably play. Oh, yeah. uh, the the close runner up would be playing some grease fang pile, but I don't know. Uh, also, the abs and Amalia combo is like super good. I think like sleeper good, but it just folds to lockdown so hard. So that deck I don't know. does just fold hard as hell. Yeah, it folds to, to removal and it folds to lockdown. So. But obviously there is ways around it. You can play the deck very optimally and get rewarded for it. But it is basically now outside of Lotus Field combo is the only other combo deck in the format, I think. Pretty much. That's like a relevant combo deck, not something like really convoluted and not really on top of the meta. But Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean How do you how, how do you think about the whole what do you think about the whole situation? Do you think that they they did it with the correct timing or do you think Fuck that they No, no not in the slightest cuz I mean if you really think about it um trying to decipher a meta in like under a month after granted it wasn't anything drastic like sure they banned Karn and they unbanned Smuggler's Copter but it's a whole different format now like and for people to have to decipher that and I genuinely feel bad for the people that might have invested money on a whole new deck just to get fucked, basically. Like, because you got to keep in mind, people can't order a deck three weeks out from an event, right? They have to, like, build it maybe, like, a month and a half out just so they can get all the cards in from TCG Player. So, you know, I'm fairly certain that somebody got their cards, like, the day of the the BNR announcement, and they're probably not even on the deck anymore. So I do feel bad for the people that do have to kind of deal with that. Um, hopefully they have a good social circle where they'll be able to play whatever they want. Um, but I don't know. I think the timing's terrible. I think three yeah. weeks out is just 
vile. I think that it's, again, like I said, probably the only window they had. Because uh, the geological pressure deck would have been fucking everywhere in Atlanta, honestly. A thousand percent, yeah. Like, it would have probably been the most represented deck in Atlanta. Yeah, just like the, the Japan RC. Yeah, I mean... What was it? It was like 40% of the field, including Quintorius, like... That's almost yeah, half something room crazy. on the same deck. Like, that's not healthy. Some crazy numbers, for sure. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like... What what other time would they do it, right? Like, everybody would be upset if they didn't do it before the RC, right? Yeah. Everyone would be upset if they were like, oh, you know, another RC, it's been the last, the same as the last two RCs, basically. Uh, you know, the format sucks because I have to play against this Geological Appraiser combo deck and, like, you know, stuff like that. Whereas, um, you know, if we... If we essentially waited until after the RC and they were like, okay, we saw that these RC results are this, now we're going to go ahead and ban these cards and unban this card, Pioneer wouldn't really be relevant until the Pro Tour came back. Yeah. So it's like, they want to see the big impact right away, which I can understand. And the only window in the RC season for all the RCs was the two-week window before Atlanta. Atlanta. So I understand where they're coming from in the sense of like I they didn't have really a better opportunity. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm ex I'm excited. I think it's fun. I don't think Smuggler uh, playing more and more of the format. I don't think Smuggler's Copter is going to be like that crazy. I don't think it's going to be like insanely good. But that's also why I'm leaning towards playing Lockdown because. It's like, you know, I just want to play a lockdown deck because I just don't want to have to deal with any of that stuff that they're doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather just be like, hey, deal with this three-man enchantment. If you can, cool. If you can't, then I win the game. So. True. Yeah, we'll see. I just, I'm still skeptical about playing a lot of rounds of blue-white control, with this, you know, throughout the same day. Yeah. It's just, it's a concern that's on my mind, but I feel like I, I definitely know I can do it. And I know I can do it well. I just have to keep. I just have to stay focused all day. Is the main thing, and that's the main concern for me. Is just being able to stay focused, think clearly, and not let anything outside of the games that I'm playing right in front of me worry me or creep into my head or anything like that. Yep, got to take it one one card at a time. Yeah, type beat. Type shit. Um, for show. Um, yeah, I know. It's just, uh, it's a, it's a weird, weird thing. It's a, it's a weird time to be in Magic, because, you know, especially if you're going to all these big tournaments, it's just kind of like, it's just, you have a lot to do, but then also you don't really have a lot to do, because a lot of times you're just like, alright, cool, hand me a 75, I'll go play that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it just depends, you know? I would I would like to do well. Uh, I'd like to succeed at the RC, but um, it won't make or break me if I don't. I'm going to have fun regardless. I'm going to have a good time with my friends. I will be there with a lot of people. I will enjoy DreamHack as a whole as well, just like last time. Um, so, yeah, I like Atlanta too. Atlanta's fun. There's a lot of good food. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. The... Uh, I think Pioneer takes a turn in this sense of 
I mean, just think like I don't know if you have looked looked at all at like just the most recent prelims from after the bannings. I have. Okay, yeah. so like Rakdos is starting to get everywhere again. Like there was three Rakdos in the top eight of one of them. There was two Rakdos in the top eight of another one. There was, you know, another Rakdos deck in the top eight of the other one. Uh, of one of them. So, like, Rakdos is still creeping up there, but then Am- Abzan and Amalia combo won two of them. And, you know, so it's like, is the deck good? Yes, but there is also no copies of any lockdown decks anywhere. So. No, the prelim on the fifth had blue-white. Yeah, it had blue-white in second, but Abzan and Amalia combo is not even there. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like where where you see blue white control, you do not see abs and Amalia combo. That's true. So and then you just have like these other things, uh like, you know, people are just like, Alright, cool. Um Rakdos is still good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh I don't see any Rakdos lists. Like the Rakdos sack lists are playing smugglers copter. Uh but I don't think the mid range decks are mid range really... decks are. Are they? The, yeah, the one that got sixth place uh, yesterday, uh, they're playing four copter. And oh, if you go to the one that got second place, is also playing four copter. I see Jonathan Hobbs was in that one. Did he play smuggler? See, yep, he's playing four smuggler copter. Stompy forty five plays four. Karate Don played four. Thrall ninety played four. Or sorry, they played three. My apologies. Um. Yeah, Jonathan played four. Yo, I have a quick question that I just, like, had an epiphany on. What's up? Oh, never mind. It still just gets... It enters the B... Wait. Yeah, and, okay, never mind. Never mind, never mind. I was thinking that if you if you Archfiend of the Drost, one of the counters... like Or if you, uh... Sashana's Tidebinder, the counter, like, trigger from Archfiend of the Drost, would it still, like, have the uh, same abilities please... if you killed it? You know? What do you mean? Like, so, like, uh, I, but, it, you know, it, my whole thing is null and void because this is Archfiend of the Dross enters the battlefield with four of oil's counters. Okay. So no matter okay. what, the oil counters will stay on it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was, I was like, if it said enters the battlefield, then put four oil counters on it, then it would be super jacked against the Tishana's Tidebinder. Because then you could just, like, Tidebinder the trigger and then kill your own Tidebinder and win the game instantly. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucked up. Wouldn't that be fucked up? That would be so fucked up. What if you up. played Solemnity in your sideboard for the red-black decks so that they could never quit counters on their Archfiends when they cast it? Huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm just trolling oh now, It's been a God. long day. I, I, yeah, all right. Holy. We're, yeah, we're crazy. No, but, um, no, yeah, man, uh, any... I know you're going to the RC in Atlanta. Um, we already talked about the impact that the band's there. Um, is there was there anything else you wanted to cover in this week's episode? It seems like no. A I think we're one. gonna yeah. I think we're gonna keep it kind of short this week, only because of uh, we'll probably have a you know a normal episode the week of the RC right before we leave. Or and uh, so I don't think I think we just talked about the bands a little bit. I think that. Again, I think that the bands will hopefully be better than they were, or than the formats were, but uh, only time will tell. Uh, the RC will tell us everything that we probably need to know about the Pioneer format, 
Um, I think Phoenix and Rakdos will be everywhere, and I think that all the rest of the decks will kind of be there, but not really there. So we'll see how that kind of goes. But yeah, I, I don't really have anything else that I wanted to really cover this week. Um, yeah, I mainly just wanted to go over the BNR. I don't quite want to do a meta dive just yet. I yeah. just kind of wanted to talk about it, and then next week I want to do a deep dive. Yeah, I want to um, unravel it exactly next week. Yeah, because it's it's still all kind of fresh. We just wanted to talk to you guys about the BNR announcement that just happened, Atlanta coming up, our current experiences with the formats as you know they they're starting a change. Next week we're gonna do a full deep dive into Modern Pioneer, uh, and, and yeah, it'll be a deep-ish dive. Yeah, um, but yeah. well, well, definitely uh, just because. Uh, you know, uh, I, I will be trying to focus on Pioneer as much as possible for the next two weeks. Yep. Next week. So, um, yeah, no, I, I mean, it'll be a deep-ish dive. I'm down, but I don't know about deep. I, I don't know if I could, if I want to do a, you know, a two-hour episode or something crazy. Oh, just, like, no, no, about... <laughs> no, not, not like that. Not like that, dog. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, awesome. But yeah, no, I, I think I think this is pretty good. I think we just wanted to kind of briefly talk about it and just kind of get it out there, and then we can kind of go do a little bit deeper next week on what we are, how we've been playing, what we've been experiencing, how we think the formats are going to go. We'll have a little bit more information, and then after the RC, we'll probably try... When is Christmas this year? Is it on a Saturday? Uh, I believe it's know? on a sun Monday. Monday. Yeah, it's on a Monday. Yeah. Okay. So next week is it? See, yeah, we should be able to re- record probably the middle of the week before the RC. Um, I mean, before the Christmas, and get one episode out before Christmas, and then maybe take a week off before Christmas, and then and then after the New Year, and then maybe have like another episode on the third or something like that, where we're starting off the new year, new goals, new expectations for the pod, things like that. So, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm ready. Hell yeah, man. Well, sounds good. And again, thank you guys so much for listening to episode number 29 of the Completed Podcast. We do appreciate you guys joining us for this week's episode. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at team underscore metamorph, uh, where we keep you guys updated there uh, with all our metas, uh, events, uh, things we're playing, and so forth. Uh, So make sure to go check that out. And please leave a review on the podcast. It does mean a lot. And again... We hope you guys have a very amazing week. Uh, Good luck with the new formats, and we will see you guys in episode 30 of the Completed Podcast. Bye, everyone.